Welcome to the Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much needed peace. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Dharma. In this episode, we're going to be talking about two stories which showcase how having the right understanding can truly light the way in life. The first story is called Midnight Excursion. Many pupils were studying meditation under the Zen master Sengai. But one of them, interestingly, used to rise every night, climb over the temple wall, just to go to town on a pleasure jaunt. Sengai, inspecting the dorm quarters, found this pupil missing one night, and also discovered the high stool he used to scale the wall. Unbeknownst to anyone, the master, Sengai, removed the stool and stood there in its place. When the wanderer returned, not knowing that Sengai was a stool, he put his feet on the master's head and jumped down onto the grounds. When he reached the ground itself, he saw that instead of the stool, he had actually put his feet on his master's head, and he was deeply embarrassed and aghast. In response, all his master said was that it was very chilly in the morning and that he should be careful not to catch a cold. Ultimately, after this very, very embarrassing experience, the people never went out at night again. This story is, I think, one of instant karma slash instant embarrassment, and in a way, again, very unusual, but in being the stool in the darkness and letting his pupil make that mistake, he was showing the pupil exactly what he was throwing away. Everything he learned and absorbed and experienced during the day was being thrown away at night, where he was no longer following those principles. In other words, by going out every night, he was putting his feet on his master's teachings and essentially flushing them down the toilet. And he only realized this after making that mistake in the dark. But having made that mistake, that mistake became the light that led to greater insights about what he should and shouldn't do. Of course, he probably had a conversation in his head. What do I really treasure in life? Do I want to go to the town and explore my the pleasures that I can seek there? Or do I really want to continue on this path of Zen? In that moment, he was really forced to reconsider what are his real priorities. And as a result, he gained deeper understanding of what he really wanted, which is to understand Zen and to go further on this path, which is why he never went to town again. In other words, sometimes when an uncomfortable thing happens to us, in a way, it is very unfortunate, and we always wish there could have been a different situation, but it also forces us to see things 
as reality and truth and really examine deep within ourselves what is it that we really want? What is it that we were really asking from the situation? And where do we want to go next now that we can't go back to the nebulous place that we used to be in, just like this people in the story? The second story is called Teaching the Ultimate. In early times in Japan, bamboo and paper lanterns were used with candles inside. A blind man visiting a friend one night was offered a lantern to carry home with him. I don't need a lantern, he said. Darkness or light, it's all the same to me. I know you don't need a lantern to find your way, his friend said. But if you don't have one, someone else may run into you. So you must take it. Begrudgingly, the blind man started off with the lantern, and before he had walked very far, someone ran squarely into him. Look out where you're going, he exclaimed to the stranger. Can't you see this lantern? Your candle has burned out, brother, replied the stranger. Now, this one took a fair amount of processing for me to really dig into and understand, because I do believe there are multiple meanings here. Of course, on one hand, the lantern is a metaphor for right understanding and wisdom. When you have wisdom in your hand, unfortunately, that doesn't mean you've actually absorbed it. In this particular story, it's almost as if the friend had given him the tools to become wise, but because he didn't truly believe in them, and he also didn't really feel like it was necessary to have this wisdom within him, he wasn't really able to practice it in real life, which led to the candle being blown out. Another interpretation is that just because someone tells you that something you're not practicing something right, or you're not able to express the teachings or understand the, te- the teachings in a certain way, doesn't mean you have to get mad at that person. Perhaps just a prompt to re-examine your experience a little bit more. And I think, yeah, I think of those two, the one that is a little bit closer to heart is definitely the first, which is In this story, the seeing man, the seeing friend, gave the blind man a lantern, which is, in so many symbolic ways, a tool to actually light your way for yourself and for others, and to live in a better way that is more beneficial for yourself and, again, others. But because the blind man was not open to it, was not interested in harboring a safe passage for other people, rather selfishly, he wasn't really able to take the tools that his friend gave him and to put them into practice. So in other words, just because we have the tools for wisdom, the resources for wisdom, maybe even friends who we consider wise, all of this is pointless if we don't actually 
truly seek to understand and believe in the value of what wisdom offers us. If the blind man had valued the scandal a little bit more, perhaps he would have been more open to the fact that it was out and that it needed to be relit. But in other words, when wisdom slash the tools of wisdom are given, but not really properly understood, it's no different than putting a lantern in the hand of a blind man who can't see whether it's dark or light. And as a result, there is a lot of value lost when it comes to having wisdom or tools of wisdom in someone who's unable to see their value. I think the other side of this, though, is that when you do have the tools of wisdom and you use them, they become your light. They're able to light your path and help others as well. In other words, if this blind man had a candle, was able to be that light in this darkness, he would have stopped the other person from colliding with him and also guaranteed his own safety. So in a nutshell, more or less, right understanding and wisdom in life can protect yourself and protect others. But if we don't see the value and don't have the desire to explore and to deeply try and understand what the wisdom really is and what it's trying to tell us and how, and if we're not open to changing as well, to actually absorb and practice the wisdom, it's not going to be useful for us. People can give these resources to us. They can tell us about the wisdom they've gained, but ultimately we're not going to really absorb it and it's going to go wasted and it's not going to help us or the people around us. So when it comes to developing wisdom, then when we think about the story, the most important thing is to realize that wisdom is not something you collect in words or even in books, or even in friends. Wisdom is something that has to be understood, believed in, and practiced in order to truly understand and to absorb and to get the full benefit of wisdom. We have to actually walk the walk and talk the talk. And as a result, we can actually light our own path and then light those of others around us. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed these two stories as much as I have. And I hope you have a beautiful, safe, and calm week ahead of you. Until next week.